Welcome to episode seven of the Traveling Careerical Podcast. I am your host, Miss Taylor Snyder. And yeah, it is really early right now. And that's because I'm a freak. Um, so I'm doing this new thing where I am trying to wake up earlier and be as productive as possible early in the morning. So that way, um, I have the rest of my day to do basically whatever the fuck I want. Um, I'm finding that I'm needing to do that more and more these days, uh, just because of everything that's been going on in my life recently over the last couple months. So yes, a lot of changes. I swear I have an excuse for being so radio silent. (laughs) Um... But, uh, yeah, I've been very busy. All, for all the right reasons, very good busy. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, if you follow me on social media, and most of you do, uh, then you probably know by now that the cat is kind of out of the bag as far as what I've been working on the past six months. And what exactly Traveling Career Girl really is. So, um, kind of wanted to touch on that, too. But, um, yeah, I'm still drinking my coffee. My brain is waking up. So, bear with me. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, Traveling Career Girl. So, my brand was never intended to be a podcast. I mean, I I definitely did want to start the podcast, but it was never, like, my intention, like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast, and the end goal is to have a Traveling Court Girl podcast. Like, no. The podcast was definitely um, a stepping stone and a tool that I used to help build a little bit more of a digital footprint for myself. Um... So, in a, in a different way. Uh, and it's worked. I mean, since September when I started this, I have about 20,000 downloads, which is fucking crazy to me. So, thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, but, yeah, no. So, I used to have a bigger following. Um, I did have a bigger following on Instagram. I had about... 40, 40,000 people or so following me on Instagram. I had about 10 on Facebook. And then I have like another 10 on Twitter. And then I have uh, about 5,000 fans on OnlyFans. Um, so I have fans like spanning across multiple different platforms. And some of you cross platforms too. But yeah, um so, yeah, the the plan was to just use this as a way to connect with my fans a little bit more organically and a little more genuine, blah, blah, blah. So, um, 
the real goal and the real plan for traveling career girl was to ultimately be a lifestyle fashion brand. And um, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. So I am manufacturing and distributing top grain, high quality, fine leather goods from leather that is ethically sourced. Um, I am making a full luggage line. Uh, I am now a luggage designer, air slash designer. Um, so not only that, I'm uh, collaborating with one of my best friends, Colty, who I've spoken about uh, multiple times on this podcast, um, who we still are doing their episode. So, <laughs> but he has been very busy. We have been very busy. Obvi- for obvious reasons. So, but um, that episode with Colty is also coming out this week. Um, but yeah, I never would have expected that I would have chosen to venture down the path of becoming a designer. And uh, it's something that I have quickly realized that I have a huge passion for and I'm in love with it and it's super exciting. And so uh, anyway, um, long story short, my first round, basically I have my products already developed and I'm I'm just about ready to start showing it to the world. So um, it's going to be pretty fucking cute, pretty fucking major in my opinion, at least. Um, It's something that Colty and I have been working on tirelessly for months now. We've made countless prototypes. We have done testing. We have just done a lot. Thousands of dollars have been spent. Um, And I am just ready to start showing off, like, what we made because it's fucking cunt. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I'm, I hope you guys are paying attention because I'm going to be posting a hell of a lot more and, um, I can't really go too much more in detail past that. I'm now a luggage and fashion designer. So, um, and that is really what traveling career girl, uh, was destined for. So, And for those of you that have stuck along with me this far into the journey, um, super, super appreciative. And I really hope that you enjoy seeing what I have to share. So I'm very excited for the future and everything is 100% falling into place for me. So, which is almost kind of freaky. Like everything is just, I mean, granted, it's a lot of hard work everything that I'm doing is a lot of hard work and it's a lot of man hours and a lot of traveling, a lot of finances and a lot of like just a lot of things are going into what I'm doing on top of also being a traveling career girl and trying to cater to everyone else's needs and on top of my own and making sure my family's okay and taking care of my dad and all like, so it's just been a lot. So, um, yeah, but I am, finally at the point where I am ready to start showing more and more what I've been working on. So stay tuned, babes. But, um, yeah, as far as like other shit, let's 
there's, I mean, like I, I, like I said, it's been a few months since I've been on here. And I, and part of the reason why I've taken a step back from, uh, recording podcasts is really because I kind of have gone through a depression, a little bit of one myself. I mean, you know, granted, I've been very optimistic and I've been, um, I've been very optimistic and I've, you know, been doing a really good job of keeping my mental health in check and, and boosting, giving, gassing myself up just to make sure that like, you know, I continue to stay motivated, but it really, the beginning of this year really did do me in. And I feel that I'm not the only person that that happened to. I feel like a lot of us were really in that same boat, if not most of us or all of us. I really feel like everyone that I've spoken to really was in like a weird fucking rut or has been since the beginning of the new year. And I mean, can you really blame us? I mean, I think, first of all, you got fucking China and Russia and all that shit happening. You know, them wanting to fucking start wars. We're all, we're all, we're all in the middle of like, you know, I mean, granted, this is all news that it's like, you know, months old or a couple weeks old now, but like, you know, we're still in a risk of, we're still, we're still looking at the possibility of World War Three. Like, you know, then we got fucking UFOs in the fucking sky. Granted, I mean, they've been reported on before, but I personally, and without sounding like a fucking conspiracy theorist right now, I believe in aliens, okay? I've always thoroughly fucking believed in aliens and that there is intelligent life out there and we are not the only people, we're not the only things in the universe by any stretch of the imagination. However, I don't, think the UFOs were were aliens um so but I definitely feel that the powers that be the people that really run this world um in my opinion I feel that the reason why all this shit is getting leaked out into the public and all this stuff is getting fed into the media is because they're lubing us up before they fuck us so that's just my opinion. I know. I feel like it might not happen tomorrow. It might not happen a month from now. But I definitely feel that in the next couple of years, something else major is going to happen, similar to like COVID or something chaotic. I mean, maybe. And you know what? Here's the other thing, too, is that like we also have to think like maybe the reason that we're all thinking this way is just because we've all been so traumatized by 2020. So. You know, like, so we, we think that, so now we have no choice but to think like a pessimist uh, um, or just assume that things are going to be negative in the future. Um, but I'm finding for myself what works is like, you know, I just got to keep, I got to keep gassing myself up. I got to keep saying, keep on keeping on and like, just keep moving. So, because you cannot control things that are out of your control and this is one these are several big things that are just out of my control and they're out of your control and they're out of everyone else's control so we just got to keep on keeping on and uh but rightfully so this type of shit definitely fucks with your head regardless of who you are um and it can cause anyone to go into a little bit of a depression so 
that's kind of where I was with that. But not only that, not only that, then you got to think of fucking my personal journey as a trans, like my personal issues like that I'm dealing with with society as a trans woman. Um, Because if you're not trans and you're paying attention to the discourse that's going on currently in our country, in the world for that matter, um, a lot of people are really out to fucking get the the dolls. And it really is bothersome uh, to me. Um, Just last month, there was a 16-year-old girl in the United Kingdom that was uh, stabbed and murdered in a park in broad daylight simply for being transgender. She was targeted. She was bullied. She was attacked. And she was killed. And it was only because she was freaking trans. So the fact that people in society feel so justified with going up to trans people and just murdering them in broad daylight just for simply existing, that scares me. And I've talked about it like on Instagram and in my stories and stuff. Now, granted, I understand that I have massive privilege. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not quote unquote, I'm not uh, what's it, genetically quote unquote white, I guess. I am definitely of Latina descent and um, an Native American Indian. And I also do have some European blood in me, which is where my whiteness comes from. But... I, I'm still fucking trans. I still walk around this world with a target on my back, just like every other trans woman, regardless of complexion or privilege or status. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, people are literally out to get us. Like, they're wanting... They're, people. They, there are politicians and people out there right now talking about how transgenderism needs to be eradicated from society for the greater good. That also scares me. So when so many people are pushing these narratives, like, oh, trans is wrong. Trans is fucking with our kids. We're trying, I'm trying to groom your kids. I'm trying to, you know, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying to fuck with the future generation. Like it's not, no, 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 no. You have it entirely convoluted love. And it's psycho to me that people really think that, like, there's this huge just agenda with being trans. And who knows? Maybe the fucking greater powers that be, like the people that I talk that I just mentioned earlier with, you know, fucking running the world and fucking the aliens and shit, maybe those same fucking people have a fucking agenda and they're using us as a fucking uh, pawn so I don't know, but I the narratives that are pushed and and um you know for being uh on the side of being on um, being our side on pro trans issues like our side I feel like we're just a little too far to the fucking left in my opinion at, at least the representation that we have right now it's just like there's nothing there's no representation for those of us that are pretty fucking centered and are just like low drama and just like, there's so many trans women out there like me and even not like me 
who are just not traveling career girls and are just fucking normal, regular, everyday people working, living their lives, taking care of their families, X, Y, Z, just totally like just normal fucking people. It just so happens that they're trans and like, where's our representation? Like, where's that representation for these people? Because like, we're, there's those, the types of trans people that I resonate with, like, we're not trying to push shit. We're just literally trying to exist, right? I don't care about, like, I mean, like, it just, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, speechless when it comes to this because I also don't want to sound like an idiot because sometimes when I speak on this shit, I get flustered and frustrated because of the representation that our community has been given over the last, like, so many years. I'm not against non-binary people. I'm not against anything like that. I've realized that non-binary people fall under a trans, this trans umbrella that we, we, we share. Um, however, I don't agree with the representation that's being given to me. I want to see more representation for me, like Janet Mock, um, you know, and... Laverne Cox and, you know, a a lot of other, like, a lot of other, like, just trans success stories. That's what needs to be seen. You know, people need to see us being productive, um, um, you know, respectable members of society. You know, even if we're, even if you're a fucking sex worker, there's still ways of carrying yourself and having a demeanor that shows that, like, you want to be a part of society and you want to contribute to something bigger. And I know that there's a lot of people that don't think like that and they're just like, you know, airhead bimbos. That's fine too. But for the most most part, a lot of us really do care about this shit. And um, yeah, I don't know. So with all of the, all the shit, all the discourse, with all the discourse that's happening right now with the trans anything for trans people it just is really disheartening like you know all the all of you cis people just like sitting there and running your fucking mouth about what you think our lives are like is just it's humorous to me like I I just I, I find it so odd that like the center of these discussions and the center and you know the people that are making these laws and decisions for trans people not one single person is fucking trans and it's like where do you have the right like to say shit so I don't know I mean can you blame trans people for being upset and depressed right now? I mean, like, it is disheartening. I mean, are we gonna, are we going anywhere? No. Like, we're not going anywhere. Like, you know, we've been here since the dawn of time. Um, but I am still worried. I am worried that with all the discourses that goes on, I feel that, like, people will just start feeling more justified to start doing negative things towards us, attacking us, even physically. Like, you know, the, like like I said, the narratives that are being pushed are like, you know, trans people need to be eradicated. 
There are a lot of fucking dummies in the world that will literally take that to heart and go grab their fucking guns and fucking probably shoot us or fucking just feel justified in killing us or hospitalizing us or anything like that. Like, it's just... It's a scary time, but the only way that, um, you know, the only thing we can do is just keep on moving forward. (sighs) Anyway, yeah, so the state of the fucking world, girl. The state of the fucking world. Um, Anyway. But yeah, so that's why I kind of took a break. I mean, can you blame me? Like, I had to take a step back. Like, you know, it's like I had to take a minute for my mental health. There's a lot of shit in the world that's happening. So, and, um, but through it all, I stayed busy. And I made something fucking beautiful. So, um, that's what really kind of kept me going was just, my brand and my vision for what I have, um, for the future. So, um, let's see what else is new though. I mean, I'm back. I'm back. I mean, you know, like I'm not going to let this shit affect me anymore. I can't. So, and I think I, you know what the real big thing, what really fucked me up though, it was because, so, okay. For the longest time, right especially after COVID, like, after 2020, like, I made it a really big point to just not watch the news. Like, I just refused. Like, I will, like, if I see, how I've been getting my news recently is if on social media something is prevalent enough, um, then I'm gonna see it on social media, you know? Like, if someone, like, you know, whatever. If there's a big news break, it'll be on social media. And if it's important enough, it will be on social media. Uh, but as far as, like, TV news, it's all propaganda. Like, and so I just, I can't watch it. And against my fucking better judgment, I turned on the news in February. Yeah, it was February. It was just so when all this fucking shit was going down. And as soon as I did, I immediately regretted it. And, you know, it as soon as I was done watching it, I just became depressed. So do yourself a favor. Do not watch the news. Get your fucking news from social media or, like, a trusted source. Like, or if you're going to pay attention to any media news outlet, make sure it's one that's, like, overseas. Maybe, like, the BBC or Al Jazeera or something like that. Because this shit is fucking bold. It's stupid. So, the media here is just total fear-mongering bullshit. But, anyway, um, enough about that. I'm out of my rut. We're good. Trans people are people. And you know what? I will say this. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're a fan of mine, I'm going to say this right now. This is the last thing I'm going to touch on as far as, like, the trans stuff. Because I, I, I do need to talk about it because it is clearly very important to me. And I don't want to say the wrong things. And I want to be able to say 
what's on my heart and my mind um, in the best possible, most eloquent way. Because, again, this is very important to me in the grand scheme of things. Um, But there are people out there, obviously, that are trying to really erase trans people from the picture. Um, May that be... It might not be wanting to necessarily, uh, you know, mass genocide us and kill us, but um, there definitely is an attack on just um, who we are as people. Um, And, you know, I've I've touched on my personal story um, already on this podcast, so I don't need to venture down it again, but... You know, I've been a trans woman for my entire life, but I made the actual choice to transition over 13 years ago. And I've since have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on my transition. I've spent thousands of dollars going through the court systems and hiring attorneys just so that I can be recognized legally as a female and have my name changed from what it used to be. And there are lawmakers in this country that are pushing for basically the right for the government to take away my name that I fought so hard for and to take away my gender that is now on my passport, my birth certificate, my ID, my social security card. They want to revoke that and they want to put me, they want to list me as a male again and give me back my original birth name because like there are people that are really trying to push laws that were reverse protections for like that for trans people and it might not be happening in california where i'm from which i am fortunate and i am blessed that i do live in california but in places like texas and tennessee and other you know more conservative red states um they really are pushing this narrative and that to me is scary because I know so many people know so many I know so many trans people that live in Texas and so many trans people that live in Tennessee and it's just like these laws will harm us in some way and yeah it's like I, 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 just, I don't understand the logic of where you feel that you can just try to come and take away my entire identity that is terrifying to me and uh you know i hope that i never have to be subjected to that and i hope that these laws don't go anywhere but if you are a cis person and you have trans friends and you pay attention to trans people and you're choosing to not listen to us talk about this stuff right now like you're part of the problem you really are and you should be just as outraged as we are if you have a trans person in your life that you care about um, because this shit is fucking scary. And um, if you are in any of these states where they're trying to push these laws and these ideologies, of these ways of thinking, if, if, it, um, if you're not doing your part, like please do your part and vote against the narratives that are being pushed right now by the right. And I'm not like, I, like over, over the years I've 
like I've, I've expressed my political thoughts, but currently I try to stay very politically Switzerland. You know, I am a pretty moderate person in the grand scheme of things. I don't like to consider myself political anymore. I don't agree with one party or the other. Um, I, I, I vote based on principle and policy and, um, and, and, and a a bunch of other things. And that's just kind of how I've always done it. But, um, and you know, for 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 a minute there, I actually did really lean um, a little bit more politically conservative, more so just because I am a little bit more fiscally conservative. So typically, my um, my economic views align more with the right, but as far as my social interests, those have always aligned with the left. So, like, it's been it's always been a very weird spot for me to be in. And I don't think I'm the only person that, um, that thinks that way. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of us think this way. Um, actually, if, whether or not you're trans or not, or gay or not, or straight or not, or whatever, I think most of us are like this. Most of us don't want the government poking its head around our finances. Most of us don't want to be spending excessive amounts of money on taxes. Most of us don't most of us really just want financial freedom. And uh, a lot of us just want us all to mind our own fucking business and live and let live. So I feel that most of society really kind of resonates with um, with what I just said. Like, you know, you're more, you know, fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Um but yeah, so as I was saying, like, you know, at one point I did consider myself to be more conservative uh, leaning, but after all of this narrative that's been pushed uh, uh, regarding trans people recently coming from the right and the fact that so many people on the right are now being very vocal about how they really feel, um, granted, even, the, but I will say this, even there, there are a lot of people on the right who are just not down with some of the narratives that are being pushed from the far right as well. So it's not the entire right, but, you know, because of all this shit, I've found that I've definitely started to um, lean a little bit more left again. And, uh, you know, it's not because I'm 100% agreeing, it's because I, I, I need to. Like, this is my life. This Like, this is this now... This this can now a hundred percent. This is like a this is a hundred percent me. Like I, this is my life. I need to step up to the plate and protect myself and my friends, and my chosen family. So, and like I said, if you have a trans person in your life that you care about, I would really hope that you would do the same thing and vote to protect us because our way of life is really under attack. Like, you know, I'm not trying to groom anyone's fucking kids. I'm not trying to fucking, you know, convince you of anything other than the fact that I am my own person. I am an adult and I am a productive member of society. And I, you know, just want everyone to have a fucking good, chill life. And... If you cannot respect my decisions as a taxpaying American, 
then that is an issue. That's an issue. So, but, um, yeah. So, trans people are really going through it. So, if you know a trans person, like, fucking tell them you love them. <laughs> because, like, bitch, it's a lot. Um, anyway, that's my rant with that. So, but, um, anyway, let's touch on a little bit more of a life update, I guess. So, um, see, the last time I, so, okay, when I had my New Year's Eve episode, I kind of touched on my family stuff and my, oh, so, um, I do have an update. So, for those of you who don't know or weren't aware, um, I, so I am, I am the oldest of five siblings and, uh, my oldest younger brother, uh, he and his wife just gave birth and I am now officially a tia. I am an auntie. So, um, I am so happy and so thrilled for that. So that really perked, uh, that really perked me up. A hundred percent. So my nephew uh, was born on February 20th and he was eight pounds, one ounce. And his name is Bo, B-E-A-U-X. And he is just a cute, the cutest little nugget. So um, I love him so much. He's so cute. I'm going to post a couple little pictures of him probably this week. Um, but uh, I haven't really got to see too, too much of him, so he, um, I don't need to say what's going on with him, but I mean, well, you know, it's not that crazy, it's not that uncommon either, he had a little bit of jaundice, but he's doing so much better now, so I'm really happy that I have my nephew in my life, and my brother in my life, my sister in my life, so that was a real sense of joy that I was really appreciative to have, um, so that little nugget's going to be spoiled as fuck. I already bought him his first pair of Nike Air Force Ones and his first baby Bjorn. <laughs> um, see, so that so that's some good news. And then also, I touching on my dad, too, because my dad has also been a topic of discussion in, uh, in the pod. And uh, so for those of you who aren't up to speed, uh, my dad... Uh, was living with me at my home uh, for the past, like, six months or so. My dad um, had struggled with addiction for about 14 years, and he had finally come to me back in, like, September, August, September, and he had expressed to me that he was ready to change his life, and so I've been here helping him every step of the way, trying to do that, and uh, it's been an uphill battle trying to get him into uh, a sober living and a rehab to kind of really help him get acclimated into society and get back on his feet Um, just because of just stupid shit and bureaucratic red tape and insurance. And it really just goes to show the level of care that you're able to receive here uh, from the state for, for, for free. Um, you know, I mean, it just sucks. I mean, you know, like, it just makes you want to 
go out and fucking buy your own insurance just because the process of having to deal with Medi-Cal or whatever your version of Medi-Cal for your state is. Like, it's just, that is, ugh, my God, it's bullshit. So, but long story short, um, my dad, the the uphill battle is finally over. So um, my dad is no longer living in my home. Thank the Lord. Not that I didn't love having him there, but um, it was his time to go into a rehab finally. And we found a really awesome fucking spot for him. And uh, it sounds like it's the perfect place for him to be. And he's already been there for, you know, a few days now. And uh, it's going a lot better than I ever imagined. So... Um, that I'm also very grateful for. And I just hope that he continues to take his recovery seriously and stay focused and not get deterred by weirdos or freaks. And that if he needs help or if he needs some type of immediate guidance that he wouldn't think twice to contact me or someone that he trusts. So, go dad. Go dad. Um, yeah, so, that's pretty much what's been going on. So, uh, other than that, it's just been, you know, pretty same old, same old. Like, you know, again, that, that depression at the beginning of February really took it out of me. But, um, it really wiped out my entire month of February. Um, I'm also noticing that a lot of people are just being or not being, getting really, really fucking sick again. So, um, if you're going out and if you're traveling around and all that shit, just be careful, be cautious about cleanliness and germs and getting sick because, I mean, I'm not a germaphobe by any means, but, like, too many of y'all are fucking getting sick and it looks like something fucking nasty, bronchitis, fucking some kind of nasal infection. I don't know, but... She's giving very COVID 2020 and I'm not saying they're going to shut us down again because I think that even if they tried, they wouldn't be able to do it, especially after fucking COVID. But uh, yeah, just be careful and just sanitize your shit, especially if you're traveling a lot. I will be traveling quite extensively. Actually, I am already traveling extensively. So I am currently in uh, Seattle. So I was just in Portland this last week, um, obviously finishing up, uh, finishing up my line, my fashion label. And, uh, so after we completed, uh, everything, uh, a few days ago, I decided, oh, I'm, I'm up here already. I might as well just make the most of it and go visit Seattle. And, uh, so I came up here and, uh, I will say it's kind of fucking dead, but uh <laughs> it's also shitty weather still so um i'll be back in the summer for sure uh yeah i'm kind of tapped out with seattle here though i've been here a few times actually but i myself am getting ready to uh start traveling extensively again so yeah i'm a luggage i'm a luggage designer yeah I have my own brand. Yeah, I'm busting my ass. But you know what, bitch? I am a fucking 
Olympian traveling career girl, and I am in my prime, and I would be a fool to not burn the candles at both ends. Now, I understand that to some that that might sound very wrong, (laughs) but I am the type of person that I thrive when I burn the candles at both ends and I will burn the candles at both ends until the wax is gone and then I will go home hide and rebuild my candle until I have full wax again so that's just kind of how I've always been and uh it's always really worked out for me so um but Yeah, so I'm definitely planning another big tour. So I will be going, I'll be hitting the road uh, in the middle of April uh, really hard. So you'll probably see me on every little yellow dot on on the Eros map. So, but um, I know for a fact that when I start getting on these planes again like that, I'm going to be eating zinc like Tic Tacs. And uh, I will definitely have hand sanitizer And I, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I, I'm not going to wear a mask on a plane because I'm just so far past that. I'm just like, ugh. But like, even the thought has crossed my mind. I'm like, maybe I should just fucking wear a mask on on the plane at least. Because like, you know, when you're in the terminal, I mean, fuck the terminal. I mean, it's just like, you're not that close in proximity with people. But when you're sitting next to people on a plane, like sardines, like... Yeah, you're breathing each other's recycled air. Yeah, I might want to wear a mask, so I don't know. But I just don't want to get sick. It has nothing to do with being scared. I do not want to get sick. I have too much shit going on. And too many of you are fucking ill and like have been in bed for the last week and a half. Like my one of my best one of my best friends right now, she is literally sick as a dog in bed. Like, can't fucking move, and she's been like this for a week and a half, and has totally put a fucking damper on her tour schedule. She is also a traveling career girl. And, uh, yeah, so I uh, love my girlfriend, and I want her to get fucking better so that she can hit the road, because I swear to God, I'll be damned if that's me. I'd be damned. So, it's emergency and zinc from here, honey. Um, <laughs> so... Anyway, yeah, I'm definitely planning a trip. So I, where am I going to be visiting? Let's see. Let me list my, let me list my cities and I will, and I don't have exact dates yet, but this is my plan. So I'm starting in the deep, I'm starting in the deep South. So I will probably, uh, probably visit, uh, Texas, probably do a little Texas tour, uh, Dallas, uh, Austin, possibly Houston, uh, maybe. Uh, I definitely want to visit New Orleans and uh, possibly Baton Rouge for the first time. I've never been to Baton Rouge, but I have heard good things. Um, I definitely want to go to Tampa and Orlando and Miami. Um, I definitely want to visit the Carolinas and make my way up north from the south. Uh, Then I'll probably do my regular... D.C., Philadelphia, New York, Boston trip. Um, As it warms up, I do want to uh, try my luck with visiting a couple new cities. Like, I've I've never visited 
uh, Portland, Maine, which is uh, some place that I've always wanted to just check out, uh, even as a tourist. Like I've never, uh, I've never really gotten to explore Maine, so I think that'd be kind of cool. It'll probably still be fucking cold in April, May, but um, I'm always down to check and. Then from there, I think I'm going to do Chicago and Ohio and make my way down to the Midwest, uh, Kentucky, uh, possibly Kansas City, uh, possibly Denver. I don't know about Denver. I would probably go to Denver really just to see my family. Um, I have a ton of family that live in Colorado, so, and I am due for a trip, so I might make the most of it and just work for a couple of days or something. But, uh, yeah, then make just make my rounds and make my way thoroughly around the United States. Uh, and that tour should probably consist of most of April, May, and possibly even a week in June. Um, but, you know, Mama's got a lot of things to do, and I have a lot of money. I, I, I need a lot of capital behind me. Um, you know, fortunately I do have, uh, you know, some, fortunately I do have, you know, a couple angel investors, so, which is very helpful, but the, you know, everything is so expensive, so it's just like, you know, need as much as I can get. So instead of a fucking face at the beginning of this year, I will be start, I will be putting even more money into my business, <laughs> so, which that. I'm cool with. I'll get my face at the end of the year. <laughs> but, and yeah, I guess that, that's something I ha- I'm going to touch on. So I, I am actually uh, planning a full, a full round of fucking revisions and retouches this year. That's my plan is, I, I mean, or at least I'd really like to make a fair attempt of getting some uh, little nip tuck things taken care of. You know, I'm getting to the age where I feel like I just need a little bit of maintenance and, uh, you know, so many people I know have already gone down the road of getting facelifts and, uh, you know, all that shit. So I am, yeah, definitely in the market for getting a facelift. Uh, so that's my plan. I've already gone to a couple consultations. I have a doctor already picked out, actually. Um, I just have not uh, pulled the trigger as far as like scheduling something, but, um, I thoroughly plan on getting a deep plane facelift, a full deep plane facelift, uh, a revision rhinoplasty, a lip lift and a full lower neck lift. And, uh, I'm probably, I'm possibly going to get my, uh, my trachea, AKA my Adam's apple. I'm going to get that, uh, shaved back down again. And uh, just because of the neck lift and everything. So, but I just want to look fresh. Like I, and I feel like um, my signs of sleep deprivation are beginning to show on my face. (laughs) So, and my smoking habits over the years and all that. And, you know, I had a buccal fat removal like six years ago. So um, I'm noticing signs of that. Which is also something interesting that I wasn't prepared for. Like, so I will say this, like, yeah, I got a buccal fat, I got a buccal fat pad removal before it was cool to get a a buccal fat pad removal. And um, as someone that got it six years ago and seeing and has gone through uh, 
up and down weight loss and weight gain. Uh, I will say that uh, I do kind of regret it. <laughs> so, because um, I do notice that when I do start to lose weight and I have, as we all know, um, you know, the salad diet queen, you know, she's been losing weight. Uh, my face has gotten a little gaunt in the areas where my buccal fat pads were and it does age me and it does give me the illusion of some sagging areas of my face and uh that is an issue for me uh, so um so yeah so that's kind of where I'm at with that so but I'm probably not going to get that done realistically until my brand is a little more established because you know, mama's about her cheddar and I'm all about making it, not spending it. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to take my time with the fucking, I'm in no rush. I mean, you know, I'm, I look at myself and I think, do I need this? I don't need vanity surgery. Um, do I want it? Yeah. Uh, and will I get it? Yeah. But, uh, I'm in no rush. So, and I never understood the reasoning why girls just feel the need to just like rush going in and getting a surgery. Like, I'm just like, it's like, it's a lot, it's a major life choice that you're doing right there is a surgery, you know, because with every surgery you get, there is always the possibility of you simply not waking up from anesthesia. So, um, that is a very real thing. And so as I've gotten older, I've learned that like, yeah, it's probably wiser to be a little more selective as far as, um, when you get, when and if, and what you're getting surgery for, um, you know, in my twenties, my twenties were obviously my surgery years, uh, and, you know, I've, I've, I've been put on a table and cut open a bunch, um, over, over 10 times, you know, 10, 15 different procedures, uh, over the course of my life personally. Um, and yeah, like that to me is a lot for someone in their twenties with no health issues. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just being very, selective about how I'm choosing to go about things surgically moving forward in my life. Cause like, you know, I'm no spring chicken, you know, I gotta be, I gotta make sure my health is in check. Right. So, you know, as, 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 as I continue this journey of being uh, an optimist instead of a pessimist, I'm, I'm noticing more and more that like, I, I, I really do have a desire to want to just have a long fulfilled happy, peaceful life. Like I, I want to live old to watch my nephew grow up and my future nieces and nephews. Like I want, I want, I want to witness that. I want to witness my younger brother who's 12. I want to witness him do things with his life. So, and that requires me aging out and getting old and I want to be around for that. And so I want to stay healthy. And for the most part, I mean, if I, if you take a look at my family, like, uh, how, how, you know, our, our longevity and our health and like, you know, genetically, like how that looks, 
like, all of my family, we never really had, like, any serious health complications. Um, most of my family, uh, my grandparents, for example, um, for my grandparents, my grandparents, for example, like, they're all very relatively healthy. They're all in their 80s and 70s. Um, but they do have, like, underlying issues. And they all kind of started to happen, like, once they reached, like, their golden years in their late, late 70s. So I know for a fact that I will probably live a sickness-free, healthy life up until my mid-70s. And then I do have a feeling, I've always had a feeling that I'm probably going to be cursed with Alzheimer's when I'm older, um, just because my, uh, entire family has suffered from it. So, uh, that will probably be my reality as well. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to worry about making it into my seventies and who knows? I mean, like I said, at the beginning of this podcast episode, our world is so fucking crazy. Who even knows if we'll be here in the next 40 years? So, uh, but yeah, anyway, so, la da dee da da dee da <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, going back to my tour. So I am, that tour is happening April, May, June. So if you are listening to this and you would like to see me, those are my plans. And I hopefully I'll be coming to a city near you soon. So, um, on that note, uh, let's see, what are my plans now? So today, today is, well, I didn't even say that because normally I start my podcast episodes on the right foot and I say the date and where I'm at. Well, I didn't even fucking do that this time. So today is uh, Tuesday, March 14th. And I have been coming to you loud, live, and in color from Seattle. Uh, so after this, I'm probably gonna, I need to go back to Portland. So I will probably be heading back to Portland tomorrow, just because it's so fucking dead here, and it was just so pointless to even come here. But um, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. So I gotta go back to Portland, and I gotta finish up a couple small little details things and then I have to fly back home and show my angel investors my products and show them that things are moving all things are moving in the right direction full steam ahead and uh yeah then I just gotta get ready for my fucking big tour hang out with my little nephew and you know Make sure my house is in order. So, you know, I finally, like I said, I got rid of my dad. So I got to, like, you know, get my house back in order. Because bless my dad, bless his heart. But my dad just does not know how to run a household anymore. So, yeah, uh, there's a few things that we have to, like, you know, clean up. As far as, like, you know, remnants of, um, you know, his efforts of trying to maintain a house. Like, my mom bless my dad I love him but uh like you know my he would always like wash the dishes for us and my mom just like cannot fucking stand it because he always leaves uh 
he doesn't, I guess, wash the dishes 100% thoroughly. And sometimes there'll be like a speck of food left on the fork or something. Because <clears throat> we, we hand wash our dishes. We do have a dishwasher. We just, I don't know, we're fucking Mexican girl. Like we always, we hand wash our dishes. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so that really pissed off my mom. So my mom was telling me the other night, she's like, God, you know, I keep going in the drawer for the utensils and I'm finding all these forks with food on them, remnants of your dad being here. And I'm like, well, like, you know, at least he tried. So my mom's over there trying to scrub all the dishes because <laughs> that's like one of her pet peeves. She would even get on my case, like if I washed the dishes and I like left a speck of food on it, whatever. But um, yeah, so that's my plan. So anyway... Um, yeah, but, so when I head back to Portland, uh, is when, uh, we, I will have my culty episode up in loud, live, and in color. I am currently compiling a list of questions and topics for us to touch on. And then, um, I also have um, another episode of Me and Quality that I just never released that needed to have some heavy editing thrown in there because we were uh, high on shrooms, we were drunk, and we were, like, talking about quite a few, like, taboo topics. Like, it was just, like... It was, it's, it's going to be an episode where Me and Quality, like, literally it was not a planned thing. It was just, like, a moment where... We were, like, you know, having a psychedelic moment, and I just hit the record button, and chaos ensued. And so that's kind of that episode that I'm going to be giving, and I'm sure people are going to eat it up like fucking cake. Uh, so that will be coming out after mine and Colty's serious episode. Because first impressions are everything, doll. First impressions are everything. <laughs> But, um, anyway, so that's kind of a wrap on this episode. Uh, uh, so again, touching back, I'm super excited for my brand. I'm super excited to show you guys everything that I've been working on because it's more than just luggage is more than just bags. Like it's going to be an experience and, uh, like, you aren't even prepared for the amount of announcements that I'm going to be making and the collaborations with the people that I'm working with and people who I plan to work with. Like, I'm very excited and I'm so happy that I have such a big support. So, um, stay tuned, bitches. Stay motherfucking tuned. So, cause it's, like I said, full steam ahead. But on that note... I will be uploading another episode this week as well. So stay tuned. My name is Taylor Snyder. And thank you so much for tuning into episode seven of the Traveling Career Girl podcast. I will talk with you guys soon. And I'll be bringing Colty with me. Mwah.